welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Arizona Cardinals and not just the entire team, but the secondary in particular. They had a big question at number two corner, but all of a sudden, their number one corner, Malcolm Butler, is now on the reserved retired list. Sounds like he's going to retire. So, big question in Arizona, Sam, as we head into the season. We talked a lot about the big hole at one cornerback spot. Now they have two big question marks as we head into week one. Yeah, all of a sudden, the question is not a number two corner. It's the question at all corner spots. Right. Basically, the entire Arizona secondary is a pretty significant question mark right now. Um, yeah, this is... I can't remember seeing a group that looked this week on paper heading into a season. When you just look at the question marks involved... In the group that they have right now, you know, the, the corners that they have on the roster looking part, to take part in the season. Byron Murphy, a 2019 second round pick who had a career year last season being moved into the slot. But the career year for him was a PFF grade of 65 and a coverage grade of 63. And he still coughed up 570 something yards and, you know, nearly 70 percent completion rate. It was way better than the train wreck it had been on the outside. But, it, you know, let's stop short of saying it was amazing. Um, so Byron Murphy, Robert Alford didn't play at all in the last, what, two years? Two years. One year, yep. certainly. Marco Wilson, a fourth round rookie. Tay Gowan, a sixth round rookie. And Luke Barku, a undrafted free agent from 2020. That is what they have right now. That's terrifying. I mean, okay, Mur uh, Byron Murphy has played really well in preseason this year. Um, he has a coverage grade of 94. He's got an interception in there. He's got a defensive stop. He's played well. Uh, Marco Wilson has looked pretty good in preseason as well. And a good chance now that he ends up sort of starting the season as one of their top three corners along with Alford. Alford hasn't looked that good and hasn't played in a couple of years. But like that's that's just a concerning looking group. Yeah, it, look, especially when you come at this the way we do, Sam, where it's like you, you look at a team like the Browns and say, hey, they're rolling four deep at corner. That's great. That's how we want to build a team going in with this many question marks at such a crucial position. Isn't it's just it's rough right now. It is a massive question mark. And here's the other thing. Most importantly, the Cardinals played the fourth most man coverage in the league last year. They want to line up and play man to man. The other teams that played a ton of man to man, we're talking the Patriots, who always do, the Miami Dolphins, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Detroit Lions. And what you see in that group is the teams who generally have the man coverage corners, the teams that uh, the, the teams that can match up, the Patriots the last few years, the Ravens the last few years, the Dolphins are getting better. Um, they can handle that. A team like the Lions, who did not have the corners, got absolutely smoked. And if the Cardinals... Uh, the Cardinals, they have to completely change their defensive strategy because I don't think you can trust this cornerback room right now to play one-on-one -on -one with, well, the two guys Seattle has and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, all those Rams receivers, the 49ers receivers, and everybody else that they have to play around the league. Yeah, if they run this group out there and play as much man coverage as they've played the last couple of years, that is terrifying. I mean, they will get absolutely wrecked by not just the division but by everybody in the nfl like that that group of corners is just objectively not good enough to play that style of defense and get it done to a high level and you know you can look at that and say well they've upgraded the pass rush up front which will help them out a little bit you bring yeah. in jj watt it can't hurt but it's it's not going to move the needle enough to make a non-viable group of cornerbacks into something that it isn't and 
for guys like Marco Wilson, who was an underachieving college player, to suddenly turn it on and become, you know, man-to-man shutdown corner in year one in the NFL, given the way the league has been going uh, in terms of treating young cornerbacks in particular, it's it's just, I mean, it's not impossible, but it's the next thing to impossible. And that's why I keep coming back to the the strategy thing. You know, good coaches always have to adjust to what they have from a personnel standpoint. Um, there might be some candidates for people that we could talk about. Bryce Callahan's been rumored to be out there as a potential trade candidate. Um, but I do think Arizona, uh, we've seen other teams, right? Say the Colts over the last couple of years have not had the greatest cornerback room on paper. The the Kansas City Chiefs over the last couple of years, you know, putting Bashad, Bashad Breeland out there, Charvarius Ward, not two guys where you're going to say, hey, look, this is one of the best units in the league, but they mix up coverages. They play a lot of zone. Zone coverage puts a little bit more pressure on your linebackers and safeties. The Cardinals just invested in two first-round linebackers the last couple of years. So they do have the pieces uh, to still have a good defense, I think, in Arizona. The pass rush you mentioned, the investment in the linebackers, a very good do-it-all safety in Buda Baker. Again, it's just a matter of, okay, what do you do strategically to maybe hide these guys just a little bit right now? Yeah, and it will represent like a significant change to what they do. They're going to need to run a bunch of different things. Like the, You either need to run the kind of zone scheme that the Colts were running where it's extremely simple, everybody knows their assignment, and there's a there's an edge to be stolen by the fact that people are not thinking. You know, it's You cut down on the amount of processing time for those guys in the secondary and you just let them go out and execute or you do what the Vikings do more of which is just run a ton of different zone coverages and mix it up and confuse teams you know and and steal an edge by the fact that the opposition suddenly has to think more than you do and you can go out there and execute because you know what you're doing they have to do something like that the one thing they can't do is just roll out there and run a ton of man coverage because that's exposing what look like weak players to the most difficult thing to do as a cornerback. We'll run through a few names who could potentially be available, but a reminder, the NFL is back and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving all new players a can't-miss offer for week one. Bet just $1 on any NFL game during the first week of the season and receive $200 in free bets instantly, no matter what. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. Plus, you can make every game a big game with same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $200 in free bets. You place a $1 bet on any Week 1 game. That's promo code PFF to get your free $200. Sorry, it's only $200 in free bets instantly. Still a pretty good deal, though. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Uh, I mentioned Bryce Callahan as potentially being available. It's because the Broncos, another team that are rolling four deep in actual starting caliber corners over there. Bryce Callahan made the PFF 50 last year. So if he's available, perhaps you pounce on that. I'm going to throw one more name out there too. Darius Phillips with the Bengals, a guy, and and look, none of these guys are solving, you know, massive issues here for each team, but just throwing potential darts. Darius Phillips could be a player that, you know, might not have a path to playing time for the Bengals. And then, as I mentioned, Bryce Callahan maybe out there. I mean, if if Callahan is legitimately available for trade from the, the Broncos, that the Cardinals should be all over that. Yes, Callahan is a slot corner at at best. Um, in an ideal world, you would want to use him there. But he showed last season that he can play on the outside, even at his size, five foot eight. 
and be good. Like He was one of the best corners in the NFL last season, despite being asked to moonlight outside. So if you need to do that, if you're the Cardinals, go ahead, go and do it. Like, it's still a massive upgrade, potentially, of what you have. There's a couple of street-free agents, you know, that could still be interesting. Uh, Quentin Dunbar, I think, is still out there. Obviously, he brings some baggage in the fact that he hasn't actually been good for, you know, most of his career. But there was flashes of uh, starting quality. He was on his way play. for a little bit. Yeah, look, Prince Amukamaro has been signed and then cut by the Saints, which is not a great sign, but Amukamaro has got this extensive career out of just being an average starter. If the Cardinals could get something like that out of him short term, that would be, you know, spectacular. So it's not a great place to be needing, you know, a veteran guy that can come in and potentially be a starter for you right now. There isn't much out there, but Arizona needs something. Yeah, the other names I was going to throw out there, uh, former strong pedigree guys greedy williams with the cleveland browns you know might be you know an extra player potentially over there given uh, their investment in other cornerbacks over the last year or so and then deandre baker for the kansas city chiefs he makes the chiefs former first round pick who uh you know just didn't play well and had off-field issues making his way back onto the chiefs roster and you know good on the chiefs to maybe find a player uh, to add depth in the future but a desperate team like arizona based off the way Baker played, you know, solid in the preseason might want to look at someone like that right now, rather than letting the Chiefs, you know, sit on him and and hope that he's starting next year. Yeah, I mean, these are (laughs) these are names that illustrate just how tough a spot it is. Realistically, their best hope might be to, you know, roll the dice, bring in one of these guys, you know, maybe even someone they had on the roster before, a Drake Kirkpatrick could come back and just fill in and and try and give them just some degree of solidity but their best bet is hoping one of those rookies vastly out, outperforms certainly what any of the, the rookies did last year you know if marco wilson continues his preseason form into the regular season that would be huge if take allen realizes his athletic potential and could be a, a player like if they can get one of those guys playing at a level greater than expectations that would go a long way it's one of the position groups I'll be watching very closely as the season begins and also watching how Arizona deploys their entire defense from a coverage standpoint. Let us know. What do you think? What should the Arizona Cardinals do at cornerback? It's PFF NFL Daily.